This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today I'd like to talk about one of the most interesting trumpet players from the last 30 years or so. His name is Woody Shaw. Woody was born in North Carolina but raised in Newark, New Jersey. He was born in 1944, so he came of age as a trumpet player in the early 1960s. Some of the people that influenced him were the what I would call the usual suspects, Dizzy Gillespie and Fats Navarro and Clifford Brown, but just three trumpet players in particular that had a profound effect on his playing. They are Booker Little, Lee Morgan, and Freddie Hubbard, all the three trumpet players I've done shows on in the past. In my opinion, Woody Shaw is the last great trumpet innovator. He took what Booker Little established as a very unique style, what Freddie Hubbard gave us, what Lee Morgan gave us, and through these three trumpet players and many others, a very original style evolved that is easily identified as Woody Shaw. And he has influenced generations of trumpet players since the 1970s. Today we're going to listen to some important influences on Woody and then examine his important records from the 1960s, from 1963 through 1968. The first influence track we're going to listen to is Booker Little's recording of Milestones. Pay particular attention to the way Booker plays in a very angular manner. In other words, he changes direction very quickly and he plays from very high to very low. This was to have a profound effect on Woody Shaw's playing. Check this out. What he got from Lee Morgan was articulation. In other words, a way to play his notes with a very crisp, clean attack and a certain swagger and attitude that was really evident in Lee Morgan's playing. From Lee Morgan, we're going to listen to an excerpt of one of his recordings called Lester Left Town. What he got from the trumpet player Freddie Hubbard was a concept of sound, vibrato, and fluid technique. Freddie Hubbard was one of the greatest jazz trumpet players ever, and Woody took that approach to playing from Freddie. We're going to listen to an excerpt of uh, One Finger Snap, recorded in 1964. Check out Freddie's trumpet playing on this. Great playing. (laughs) 
1963, Woody was playing professionally in New York, and his first important recording, actually his very first recording, was done with the great alto saxophonist and composer Eric Dolphy. Now, Eric Dolphy's music is, is very unusual, very unique, and it really falls into not exactly free jazz, but a style of music that really stretches the harmonic boundaries. So here is a very young Woody Shaw. He was probably 18 or 19 years old, and he's playing with Eric Dolphy, whose music is very, very progressive. And of course, Woody's playing is more conservative, coming from a 1950s harmonic and melodic standpoint. So it's really interesting to hear this very young trumpet player playing with a very uh, modern group led by Eric Dolphy. We're going to listen to an excerpt uh, from the title track called Iron Man from the Eric Dolphy album. Now, check out what he's playing because he's really trying to play a 1950s style in a free jazz format. It doesn't really work, but it's very interesting to hear him kind of searching for his way, and which he is going to find very quickly. But this is his very first recording session, 1963, with Eric Dolphy. The track is called Iron Men. If you listen to the entire track and check out Eric Dolphy's solo on it, it's very, very free. And Dolphy had a, a way of playing that went up into the, all the extremes. Very, very high range, very low range. Real interesting rhythm. Very freestyle player. And had a profound effect on, on Woody Shaw's playing. At this time, Woody is quite young and he's coming out of a kind of a hard bop mold. He's playing He's using a, a bebop or hard bop language in a band that's not playing hard bop language. So it's interesting, but within a year or two, the time that he spent with Eric Dolphy would really pay back in very great dividends because his playing becomes much more elastic, much, much freer. And I believe that Woody Shaw worked really, really hard on playing the trumpet. Some people have some innate talent that allows them to do certain things on the horn. I believe that he worked really hard to develop an amazing technique. He could play very high. He could play um, at a beautiful low register, but he also developed this really angular approach to playing using uh, we might refer to as pentatonic scales or synthetic scales but it's a very unique approach to playing that when you hear him play especially mature Woody Shaw from the mid to late 60s it's easily identified. The next track we're going to listen to is from 1965 and this is when his playing is really solidified and this is a great record done with an organist by the name of Larry Young it's called Unity. He grew up with Larry Young in Newark New Jersey and, and Larry was originally a pianist but he became an organist and really had a very unique approach to playing the organ. The record is fantastic. We're going to check out a track called Moon Train, which is actually a Woody Shaw composition. I neglected to say that Woody was also a fantastic composer, and this is one of his early compositions. This is entitled The Moon Train, recorded on Larry Young's album Unity, 1965. He was only 21 years old. Thank you. 
That album, Unity, is, is a fabulous record, and uh, not only because of Woody Shaw's playing and compositions, but of course Larry Young's very innovative organ playing. 1965 was a very important and a busy year for this young 21-year-old trumpet player who was making quite a splash on the New York scene. Another interesting aspect of Woody's playing is that he was very strongly influenced by 20th century classical or orchestral composers, names like Arnold Schoenberg, Stravinsky, uh, Zoltan Kodai, Bela Bartok, and he wrote a piece called theme from Zoltan, which was recorded in Europe with a, a wonderful saxophonist by the name of Nathan Davis. So this is another original composition from 1965 when he was in Europe. In 1965, he joined the Horace Silver Quintet. It was a fantastic group, but also featured uh, Joe Henderson on tenor saxophone. He recorded a number of records. I would say that Cape Verdean Blues is probably the best record he did with Horace Silver, and there are some wonderful tracks on that. We're going to check out two tracks. One is a gorgeous ballad entitled African Queen, and on this particular piece, you can really hear uh, Woody's beautiful sound, especially in the low register, the vibrato, and the way he uses these pentatonic scales, and he uses these wide intervals. The trumpet is not set up to play wide jumps. It's more of a like a stepwise instrument. It's like walking up steps one at a time. And wide intervals would be like running up a, a staircase like four steps at a time. And it's really hard on the trumpet. But he mastered this technique, which is really astounding. So we're going to check out the African Queen. Gorgeous playing. 1965. We're going to end today's show with another track from Horace Silver's Cape Verdean Blues, recorded in 1965. This track is called Nutville. It's a very up-tempo piece. So what you just heard Woody playing on that ballad, or that slow kind of bluesy piece, The African Queen, just imagine that played at twice the tempo and Woody plays it effortlessly. He plays this a, a wonderful solo, and it's got all the earmarks of, of Woody Shaw's playing. You know, great technique, clear articulation, unusual intervallic ideas, pentatonic scales. Again, very easy to identify that this trumpet player is Woody Shaw. Nutville from 1965.
This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. You can visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com and facebook.com slash jazzinsights. Jazz Insights is a production of WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta. We'll be right back.